0: How's it going, folks? I'm Marcus. And I'm Rami. And this is the podcast where we try and figure out what this podcast is about. And what we're doing with our lives. This week, we've got Owen with us, who's going to talk to us all about clinker and the dangers of concrete and cement in terms of CO2 emission.
1: Dan and with the clinker. opportunities.
0: And the opportunities and how to save the day. I hope you enjoy it.
1: This is exciting. Oh yeah, I bet you never thought you'd get excited about cement. I mean, it's no cement. <laughs> oh, the- hopefully you do. <laughs> I can't guarantee anything.
2: Can I say, <laughs> this has been billed as the Ally McBeal moment. What it did for lawyers, this is going to do for cement. So, yeah. uh, no pressure.
1: Yeah, no, listen, I, uh, I can handle the pressure. How are you doing, buddy? I just don't know if you can handle the boredom. <laughs> I, can-
2: I want details, I want depth, I want a oh, full yeah. masterclass is where I'm at.
1: What have you, uh, how have you been
2: surviving, buddy, without uh, without me being in town? How are things going? Look, it's been tough. I cry to my pillow most nights, uh, yeah. Kara will tell you. It's been quite difficult. Yeah. I, I don't know where to go to. I don't know who to message or call. Telecommunications yeah. don't work. <laughs> We're hanging in there, mate. But don't worry, I had to follow you, so we're coming. To, you know, we're coming to the UK next week. <laughs> has
1: you, his uh, has his accent got stronger since uh, since he came over? He doesn't Can sound American at all him? right
2: now. It's weird. He got his passport, <laughs> he got the American citizenship, and then just revoked his American accent. It's very strange. <laughs> it's very strange.
0: Can you actually tell the difference? Do I sound more Irish?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really it's wow, twingy, twingier. I mean, it's natural. Twing- uh, uh, the twingier.
0: I didn't Twingier. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: Well, Rami, have we got a treat today? Let me do an intro here for do Oni, it. right? So. Uh, We've got, with us today, we have Owen Condren, um, who has done many things in his career. Uh, if we look at LinkedIn, the first thing that we can see is he was a management consultant with Accenture all the way back in 2006. And since then, he's done a variety of things, largely around real estate. So real estate, real estate private equity, um, working for uh, as an associate director for Brando Advisors from 2007 to 2012. He was VP of... Uh, of uh, $18 billion of real estate fund for W.P. Carey, Inc., managing director for VTS in London from 2016 to 2018, and then more recently at a company called U I. It's a UNI group PLC uh, where he was a director uh, and then uh, advisor uh, afterwards. And now more recently uh, has joined several things, including become the director of corporate development at EcoSem Innovation for the last almost for just over a year. So welcome
1: to the podcast, Oni. Thank you. That's, uh, that's a hell of a uh, roll list. But, and I know um, it all off by heart. Yeah, yeah I, know, clearly, a, yeah, I know, you've, been th- you've been following my career closely, I can oh, tell. Marcus, in a, in uh, a weird way. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. I um, got VP. I got Accenture VP Cement. That's what I got. Yeah, yes. That's, that's right. That's vice President s- to you. So that was going to be my... my <laughs>
0: well, first of all, how do we know each other, Oni? When did we meet? There we go. Um, well... Rami I should say Owen by the way on this podcast. Yeah, and I right? should hey. say Marcus yes. presumably. Yeah. yeah not Bond.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um so uh Rami uh you may have heard that Marcus went traveling the world. Um uh in his I don't know you were probably in your 30s or 40s right? <laughs> but basically a close group of friends uh that went to Trinity College in Dublin together decided that we would go um traveling the world together and the day that we got to the airport uh this guy just turned up <laughs>
0: it's not a million
1: miles in the truth <laughs> i think did, did we we actually met each other for the first time in at the airport. airport at the airport yeah uh, he, was, he, was for a, a he was a friend of one of the guys in the group and um we had him to uh to, to join us and uh you know such a high risk move when uh, i think about it high I was, risk what? high reward i'd, I'd suggest well, well, like you yeah. crashed crash, crash the, well. crash the party marcus recently. this is british brand new to me i, I, I understood literally that marcus was always so, yeah I was uh, Marcus I, had no friends at the time.
0: I had you. one friend. Yeah, Mar- which is one all friend. I needed.
2: <laughs> <One in. laughs> that was
0: it. That just goes to show. I was I had finished, I'd done my engineering degree and I'd done one year out of college as an engineer. And I was like, I'm not ready for the workforce. Um, my buddy Greg, um, he who had been in, Gal- in Galway doing engineering with me, halfway through wanted a change degree and went to Dublin and went and joined Owen's degree here. And when they finished college, they went on this mad trip right at the same time when I was having like an early, you know, a quarter life crisis around what what was I going to do with the rest of my life. And Greg was just like, why don't you come travel around the world for a year with us? And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. And I don't know, it's weird. I think yeah. thinking back, it was very high
1: risk. Yeah. Yeah. But amazing. Like, I mean, if you just look at, you know, when, when Marcus joined, I mean, we were all, we all. Changed a lot in, that, in those twelve months. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, uh, when, he, when he arrived, you know, an engineer uh, fr- from, from West Ireland, you know, clean cut, uh, mm. you know, eighteen months later, post traveling the world, having done all sorts of uh, amazing and wonderful things, was dressed up like uh you had the big lamb chops yeah you, 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 what, what, what's, what's lamb the... chops and mullet yeah, a well, lamb yeah. Mullet for a while
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and still got a job yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: what what's the name of the um, x-men character oh like uh wolverine, wolverine. <laughs> wolverine <laughs> that's the one. he, he,
0: oh, he, he transformed the into photos. wolverine
1: over an 18-month period uh hanging around with us so uh i the photos and, 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 and picked up his wife in south africa while he was at it like there you go that he was a different it. trip
0: that was a different trip but that one i was invited on it's oh, so random, though, to turn up at the airport and know one person and meet the other three person you're going to live with for a year. That's weird. Yeah. It's a bit like Big Brother or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I was only <laughs> talking to Greg about it this week. Were you also actually the Big Brother? You were like a couple of years out. I would, you, you're I, the I, old one, Remy. This, this gag is anyway, yours, gag you you know? I just want to be clear. Eight to ten years older than the rest but it. was a bit creepy. <laughs> the parental just supervision, just supervision is 41. always happening. You're 40, aren't you? 40. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a few months older than them, like you, Rami. You always make sh- little of your few years ahead of me. <laughs> anyway, except that you. So that was that's the history. Rarely. That's how I know Owen. But since then, he's gone on to do incredible things. One of the things that I'm interested in is you and I've been talking, um, Rami, about uh, climate change and carbon, and we've had on some great guests who are working on um, you know technologies like Tesla, like uh, your buddy. Um, whose name I can't remember right now. What's his name? Bonnie. Bonnie. So we've had Bonnie on talking about Tesla batteries. We've talked about um, the work that's happening. You and I have talked about generative design and sustainability that happens through engineering. But one of the things that came up was you sent me an infographic a couple of weeks ago that showed that concrete was like the second biggest contributor to carbon
2: emissions in the world. And I was like, hang on a minute now. Owen knows some stuff about that. So that's why we're here today. I've been so, a big fan from the start. I've been telling Marcus. Marcus is like, no, he's in denial. He's like, get rid of the cows. I'm like, no, mate, concrete. You've got to concrete the cows over. That's what you've got to do. First of all, do you know
0: what I learned about cows? Do you, where do you think? Uh, why Why are cows Uh-oh. a problem? methane Burping. We're burping, not yeah. farting. Not, yeah. not farting. Yeah, yeah I always, burping, everyone, yeah. I bet most people listening now think that, the, that it's farting. I always thought it was farting. It's burping. Anyway, so what is the, what's the problem?
1: Um... it's a really big one Mm -hmm. um so i'm trying to figure out how to break this down for you guys because you mentioned concrete in the first instance yeah um cement is actually the problem and then actually more specifically another product within cement is the problem which which we can go into in a few minutes time this is um, great i think the number one thing that you need to remember is that concrete is everything that you see around you it's it's you know on the roads and the bridges Uh, you've probably surrounded by concrete there Rami you're surrounded by concrete here, Marcus, um, concrete is the hard, you know, material and that gray stuff that you see all around. Cement is the glue that holds all the stuff within concrete together. So cement is concrete is, uh, sand rocks, which are aggregates, uh, water, and cement, which is a small part within the concrete formulation, but is essentially the glue that holds all that together. And it's mm-hmm. concrete that's the structural thing mm-hmm. that you do. So it's really important to make that distinction right from the get-go. But okay. We'll go into the carbon, carbon situation in a second, but just to give a few. I mean, this is going to be a, a conversation around a lot of big numbers. Yeah, we want that. Um, we want numbers, it, but it's cement. It's mind-blowing how <laughs> much concrete is used. See that, um, see that that
2: headliner billing? I love that. Mine, yeah, yeah. Sound, <laughs> Sound bites. Sound bites. Sound bites. Concrete you know, is the actual stuff. Cement, glue.
1: Correct. Yeah. Or binder. We call it binder. Um, binder. So glue. So uh but concrete, let's start with concrete. Yeah. As I said, concrete's the stuff that you see all around you, right? Um but there are there's about thirty-three billion tons of concrete produced. Globally, each year. Now, that's just a that's just an enormous number that sort of means nothing because mm-hmm. it's so big mm-hmm. you can't put that into context. But it's the second most used substance on Earth mm-hmm. after water. So, so consider how much wow. water is used. Wow. Concrete is the second most used um, substance on Earth. Right? Wow. Product on Earth. Um, I love this stat, and I read this on the Guardian a couple of years ago, or probably last year. By the time I've finished telling you this sentence. Nineteen thousand tubs, bathtubs of concrete will have been poured. Nineteen thousand bathtubs have just yeah. been poured. Yeah, like it's just. D- does it depend on how massive... long the sentence was? Does yeah, I think with yeah, only was probably 25,000. Yeah, I, I must feel up like there. it was like a drawn out. <laughs> well, it was probably 27,000 by the point I finished. <laughs> um,
2: how, how much but, is nineteen thousand tubs? How is it, a, is it a skyscraper? Is it a casual four bedroom house? Like, give, I need some scale.
1: Yeah, well, Bill Gates has a start, and of course, this isn't just concrete, but for the next 40 years, because of the amount of uh, urbanization that's going on, um, so first of all, global populations are growing. Um, second of all, it's urbanizing. So, it, you know, people are moving to cities. And in order to facilitate that, um, Bill Gates says, and I'm sure you get the sources from from, from from somewhere decent, but uh, a new New York City will have to be built every single month for the next forty years to accommodate that. Okay. Right. So it's it's insane, yeah. right? And a lot of that, a lot of that is concrete. And so I think I think the first thing to start off this podcast is we're, we're talking about CO two and, and all these other things, but concrete and cement are phenomenal products. Yeah. Like truly mind-blowingly brilliant. Yeah. Um, concrete is. Uh, cheap. Uh, it's easily accessible. It's easy to move into any shape that you want. Um, it's structurally very strong. It is essentially a liquid mm-hmm. for a while, so allows you to sort of manipulate, mm-hmm. but then very quickly hardens mm-hmm. into this thing that can stand up for thousands of years, mm-hmm. um, and is ultimately the thing that uh, upon which civilization is built. You right. know, sanis- sanitary. Uh, if you think about um, emerging economies or, or, or how you get people out of underdeveloped locations, sanitary, health, education, housing, like right. this is all being built yeah. using this amazing product called concrete that we love to hate, but the only real reason we hate it is it because it is, is so CO2 intensive. right? Massively so. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'll, 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 I'll cut off in a second, but I think... Um, the reason it is CO2 intensive is not necessarily because of the concrete, Mm -hmm. it's because of the cement, Mm -hmm. which is why it's really important to make that distinction. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, One of the the things that I'm sure you're going to go into as well is that um, the part of the business that I used to work in um, when I worked in construction for a long time was making buildings sustainable and energy efficient, right? So once the building is built, it's all about having... uh, airtight buildings it's about having uh, good airflow it's about using renewable technologies things like that um but one of the things that i hadn't considered before preparing for this conversation was by the time you get to a building that's functioning the concrete has already been poured right so um you know can you talk us through kind of maybe uh you know how much of the life cycle of a building or you know yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah, listen i'm I'm constantly throwing stats at you but uh, and, and this is still in the midst because this is such a, a, a new concept yeah. in terms of trying to figure out um, that life cycle analysis. But um, obviously, we've all been, as you said, being for a long time aware that the energy efficiency within buildings is an exceptionally important element to take into account. You know, you need to have light bulbs being turned off and, you know, those escalators that slow down uh, when nobody's <laughs> using them, etc. But um You know, most recent analysis will show that before a single light bulb is turned on in that building or before the first bit of aircon is turned on, about sixty percent of the lifetime carbon footprint <laughs> Crazy. of the building will yeah. already be in place before any of those operational elements take effect. Yeah, which oh, is no. W- yeah, and, and there's, there's two reasons for that. One is over the course of the last sort of 40, 50 years, those operational elements have become hugely more efficient. Right. So it wasn't always right. the case that light was automatically switched off, and yeah. it wasn't always the case that yeah. you right, know did right. the, the airflow was, was as efficient as it is today. Yeah. But secondly, it was the fact that nobody really paid much attention right. to. The, what is known as embodied carbon, right? And embodied carbon is the bit that goes into the construction of mm-hmm. the building, whether that's the raw materials used, whether that's um, the energy used to 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 build, etc., yeah. cetera, etc., cetera, or just transport the goods to and from yeah. that particular building. So, um, s- when you when you think about it, sixty percent already in place before any of the operational elements take into effect. That's that's pretty scary, and right. it's something that we've just never concentrated on. The good news is that. I've seen over the course of the last 12, 18 months that all of a sudden, this is something that people are taking interest in, which is exciting and interesting.
0: And presumably people are using new things now, like just mud huts and things like (laughs) that. Wood chip chip. in California. Yeah, so yeah, California. Tell them about the houses there, Remy. mm, Just um, cardboard,
2: wood chip, delicious. (laughs) Very sustainable.
1: That's a really important point to make, right? I think... um, there are lots and lots of different ways to build, yeah, and, and we have to look at all sorts of different options. Um, and 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 the most obvious option is that all, that all sorts of gets you know brought to the top of the the the, the point in terms of the conversation is 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 timber. Yeah, you know, why, why don't we build more with timber? And, right. and absolutely, listen, we're huge advocates because we just want to you know reduce the carbon footprint. Um, but and again, another stat for you. But if you were to replace twenty five percent. Yeah. Um of concrete used in construction for a single year. Yeah. So 25% for a single year yeah. with timber, you would have to cut down a forest 1.5 times the size of India. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's how much concrete
2: yeah. is used. Okay. Because that's a good stat. I can get that one. I can get that stat. That's that, that's that a works. lot, right? You know, yeah, that's yeah. on it's a great. map, so that's, that's got a footprint on in a
0: one year is what you'd use, right? Is what we're saying. That's yeah, if, excellent. yeah 25 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for, that's for a single year, right? Yeah. Um, that's a lot of chicken masala
1: now we're as as i said earlier on we're we're going to be constructing a new new york city every year for next every month for the next 40 years like that's just so we have to not just turn our backs on cement and concrete we have to find solutions on how to decarbonize cement and concrete that's um and, and by all means use alternatives where where we can but Ultimately, we can't, um, you know, we can't turn our backs on where the actual problem is.
0: Is, is cement just a bad guy? Like, what's uh, you said cement and concrete earlier. Let's yeah. not... Uh, cement and concrete are fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, is it just that we've been using... Is one of those things where we thought it was great, but turns out it's carcinogenic years? Like, is it one of those ones where do we just have to get rid of cement or
1: what do we have to do? Uh, well, cement is, you know... Not all cements are created equal. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess just starting from the very beginning, right? I said there's a few things that you have to bear in mind in, in, in part of, as part of this conversation. First is concrete. We, we've spoken about concrete. That's the structural bit. Cement is the glue. Mm-hmm. Now, within a cube, a, a meter cube, you measure concrete by meter cubes, okay? In a meter cube of concrete, about... Fifteen percent of that will be cement. Mm-hmm. The rest will be sand, aggregates, water. Mm-hmm. So, fifteen percent of the concrete will be cement by weight. However, about ninety-five percent of the carbon footprint of that right. cube will be cement. Okay. So, yep. nothing else really matters. Okay. I mean, it kind of does, yeah. but nothing else really matters. Now, here's the here's the really big one, and this is the bit where. When I first started talking about this, I tried to steer away from because it's a scary word, and nobody knows it, and it sounds weird. And but ultimately, it all comes down to this, in my opinion, and you know the opinion of many other more learned folks than I am. But within cement, the um, the the uh, reactive element within cement is called this thing called clinker. So it's not that
0: hard. I thought you were going to throw out a chlorofluorin. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. can handle clinker. Yeah. We, yeah. we used to play well, with those in the
2: playground, well, man. It's, I
1: mean, when, when you start, when you say, when you say to people that who don't understand the difference between cement and concrete in the first instance, and then you just start lobbying in clinker, people say you're a clinker. Yeah. So, but we have to talk about clinker. Yeah. So, um, we're going
2: to popularize clinker by the end of this uh, episode. Yeah, clinker. We're going to walk, the title of the episode is going to be clinker. You're a clinker. (laughs) I'm a clinker.
1: But the reason (laughs) being is that now we've spoken about cement within, within concrete. Now just take a a, a portion of that. So clinker, because it's part of cement only takes up about 10% of the total of concrete. So, 10% of the concrete, the yeah. hard thing, is clinker. However, clinker is responsible for 90% of the total fu- ca- carbon footprint. So, you said
0: 15% of a, ca- 15, of a cube 10. is cement, of which it sounds like about 90% no, of it 95. is clinker. Yeah, yeah like exactly. Like the majority so, so of cement is clinker.
1: The majority is about, okay. about 75% in Europe. Let's yeah. talk about Europe. Like yeah. they change from place to place. But in yeah. Europe, about 75% of cement yeah. is is uh clinker yeah. but clinkers responsible for 90 yeah. ish 90 yeah. uh, over 90% so of the,
0: the rest market. of cement is irrelevant so we've already yeah. said the rest of concrete is irrelevant the rest of cement irrelevant it's all about clinker, clinker.
1: yeah and clinker and the reason clinker is the Wait. issue Wait, um, wait 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 wait
2: because you, you're about to reveal the punchline i feel like we need to throw to an ad break right here you've been working <laughs> I mean, you've, you've been working throw the to our you've gone, sponsors at <laughs> clinker, yeah, clinker. Gone, warming the planet gone. one step
0: at a yes. time join clinker back to you Oni.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you've gone you've gone new york concrete yeah. love it hate it concrete cement india with timber no good between concrete you've got <laughs> cement cement you've got clinker 95 percent, 90 percent of all is clinker the thing? Are we about to now go down to why clinker hurts or are we about to subdivide clinker into clinker we're alpha about to and clinker gamma? Clinker. Yeah, clinker. Okay, the, right. We just got to it, right? we yeah, 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 yeah. all on of the same page. I just want to make sure are we all on the same page that we have no other choice than yeah. to use some sort of concrete because timber is not going to work out. Yeah. We need to build concrete if we're going to sustain us on this planet. Mars, yeah. someone else can talk about that. It's a different podcast. Yeah. So we're here. There's definitely no other options, yeah. which gets us down to clinker as the discussion. Boom. There's, there's no other avenues. There's no other forks.
1: Well, it's the lowest hanging fruit, let's say. I mean, if okay. if, if you're talking about something that um, is 90% of the problem out of all the yeah, great yeah. stuff that you see around you, yeah. then focus on yeah. the 90% of the problem. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, and also like aircon LEDs already fixed. They're down to yeah. 40%, 30%. Yeah, this yeah. has <laughs> been, you've already done that. That's, that's last decade. This is it. You're now next to the biggest. Okay, this is brilliant. Clinker. Yeah, I mean, let's why talk are we all Klinker, talking baby. about clinker? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> clinker. <laughs>
1: That's it. Yeah. Sorry, I'll just Ad break. All right, we caught okay. it up. Clinker. Cool. Krug. Right. Clinker is formed um, in a production process, uh, in the cement production process, by essentially digging up limestone. Okay, so I'm, ex- I'm about to explain to you why clinker produces so much CO2. So. All clinker is is limestone heated to a very high temperature, by fourteen hundred and fifty mm-hmm. degrees centigrade. I don't know what that is. In far- it's like
0: a million Fahrenheit. <laughs> no,
1: yeah, huge. A thousand photos. million, um, yeah. maybe a couple of billion. But um, <laughs> but um, it's heated to a very high temperature, and it's added with a, a couple of other minerals, and out pops clinker on the other side. Okay. The reason why it produces so much CO two is yes, there's a lot of CO two used in the energy in terms of heating it up to that sort of temperature. Mm-hmm. But more importantly. The uh, chemical composition of limestone is CaCO three. CaCO three. Okay, C-A-C-O-3. I there's, there. There. there's okay. a CO in there. There's a CO in there. I you the yeah. Exactly. Um, now, when you decompose that limestone within that kiln, yeah, a byproduct of that is CO two. Oh, boom. Yeah. So literally, no matter what you do, you're just
0: pumping out CO2. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah.
1: it's called a process emission. Okay. It's it's not an energy emission. Yeah. It's a process emission. There's no way to get around.
0: So the clinker is actually not even the problem. It's the production of clinker. Because by the time it's clinker well, and it's in it's going into cement, it's already produced the CO2.
1: Yeah. It's I mean, dirt. but if you want to use clinker, I get you're you. Have no, to I get you. Go yeah. down that path. Yeah. Also, right? and also so, you're
2: using coal so, to to fire up the clinker. That's
1: a different issue. Well, no, so also, that's a really important thing because. Um, you, of the, of the composition of clinker, the CO2 output of clinker, the production of clinker, about 33% of that is down to energy emissions associated with what you just said, Rami. So about 33%, and you can go green on that. Like Mm -hmm. you can, you can use biofuels and all Mm. sorts, and but you could go 100% green somehow, Mm -hmm. some when, Okay. Um, and you would still be left with sixty six percent of the problem, right. which is that process emission. So okay. the process. majority of the problem is that process emission that just happens when you decompose limestone mm-hmm. into clinker and CO two, unfortunately. And there's and, no. And, and solution. Are, we, are we just processing it and putting it up in the air, just chimney stacks straight into the atmosphere? Is that the is that has that been traditionally how clinker is emitted? uh yeah i mean essentially i mean there, there, there's two ways essentially to get around okay so leaving aside the energy emissions that we can hopefully do better on yeah. as you said Ramu, we use less coal we use other things simply in terms of the process emissions of uh clinker there, you've got two options one is to capture as much of it as possible mm-hmm. which we haven't really done to date and so you're right ram is it's traditionally just gone straight up into the atmosphere um but we're getting there. you know. People are trying to do a good job in terms of carbon capture and storage. Yep. It's a good deal down the line. I'll explain in a few minutes time why it's not. It's it's a solution for the cement industry. It's not the perfect solution by any means, and I'll explain why in a few minutes. The other option that you have is produce less clinker. So find other cementitious materials, research the hell out of them, uh, try to make them as available and as cheaply available as possible in comparison to this. Go on then. Tell us about them. Go on. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait before you do this. that, can we jump to before that? Before you do that, alternative.
2: Yeah. Did you just? Did I just see the word cementitious?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, cementitious spray was a thing for for proofing.
1: Cep- as in hmm. cement
2: things yeah. pertaining to cement. Cementitious.
1: Yeah, it's something that is. Uh, cementitious can act as a cement, I suppose. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, and that's brilliant.
2: I'm going to use that all the time. Nice like in regular it? Just regular just doesn't go. come up as as yeah. as often as you would think, Remy.
0: Now, now that you have it, it's a. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'll find places to insert it, but yeah. Oh, oh, I'll find places to insert it. All right, don't you worry. All right, so <laughs> now let's get to, get to the punchline. Is what's the solution here? What are we going to? Uh, alternatives to clinker. Capture. Alternatives. I'm gonna count as well how many clinkers are in this episode and we'll just have a number up at the end because it's oh, a yeah. ridiculous clinker. Yeah. By the
1: end, we're just gonna say clinker each no. round for like <laughs> a thousand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's the solution? Um Right. Well, before <laughs> we go into the solution of that, can I just talk yes. a little bit about yeah. CCUS as well? I, uh, carbon yeah. capture storage. Yes. Because that is yes. that is a that is a really important sure. element to, to to bear in mind. Um because that is the current um direction of travel. It's yeah. what is what a lot of um Folks are putting a lot of effort into yeah. and and rightly so. Um, the
0: because it's not specific to just cement, it's it, you can do multi NES, multi-process. Correct. Yeah.
1: yeah. There are a couple of concerns I have about it. And the reason I want to bring up the concerns is it's not necessarily that it won't work. And I, yeah. I, I genuinely believe it will to a large extent, but um we have to focus on multiple solutions to right. this. it's it's like anything, you can't just say that's There's the, the silver bullet. That's right. going to take care of anything. Right. And, th- and the thing that concerns me most about it is, first of all, carbon capture and storage, as a viable um, technology, is probably a decade away, if right. not a decade mm-hmm. and a half away. Which means that's a lot of CO2 going into the atmosphere in that meantime, right? Second of all, <clears throat> um, cement is a very, very, very local business. Mm-hmm. In comparison to nearly every other major industry, it tends to be... Um, it's. It, 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 it's process It's first of all it's extraction of the limestone the processing of it the creation of clinker and cement and the sale ultimately of that all tends to happen within a sort of 200-250 kilometre radius ah. right
0: you mean in one place in the world or you mean that it's localised yep. it's, it's lo- very localised very, decentralized. Decentralized, basically. Yeah, very. Yeah. and okay.
1: the reason for that is cement and I, I mentioned this earlier on as part of the massive advantages of cement and concrete it's cheap as hell yeah right it's a really really cheap product it's a cheap Mm -hmm. product to to make uh, Mm -hmm. and and manufacture Mm -hmm. and ultimately to sell so a a ton of concrete in in california where you are Rami, will probably sell for or a ton of cement i should say a ton of cement will probably sell for between 125 and 150 dollars a ton Mm -hmm. Uh, you know in, in the context of things that's very cheap whereas steel a ton of steel is more like fifteen hundred dollars if not two thousand dollars right is that
2: with the current euro exchange rate or is that before the current parity just just for my how much is it in ireland
1: uh about a hundred 120 euros so like
2: it's is clinker like mineral is it just the gold in there how much is a ton of
1: clinker uh, so clinker is put into the cement you sell cement you don't sell clinker you tell you sell cement to people who want to make concrete you never sell clinker itself so there's not like a clinker no, supply no, no, no. chain yeah, It's a cement not. supply chain you sell okay, cement all right. and 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 as i said earlier on clinker in europe is about 75% of the total constituent within yeah. Um, yeah. cement so you sell the cement Op. blend now Op. i i said on Op. average or it's on average now you can sell different cement blends with different which will get onto different low carbon products within them which will bring down the clinker content within cement which is the ultimate goal but back to ccus really quickly um it's a very, first of all, it's, it's nascent. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's exceptionally expensive. And you can work on an exceptionally expensive technology if you have a consolidated centralized yeah. system, right? Yeah. You can put um, it on a coal so plant. Instance,
2: you can put it on 10 coal plants, but you can't put it on 10,000 yeah. localized little cement thingies. Right? And how do you spot incentivize on, Because the, and...
1: the, the price is pretty much the same, right? Like, to, to, to put on a new CCS unit on, on, on top of all these things, it's, it's exceptionally difficult. Right. So, for instance, to, to sort of give you a, a bit of context around that, there's about uh twenty odd uh there's about twenty steel plants in Europe right so you put a bit and you, you try and consolidate them around port areas for various reasons where it just so happens there's chemical plants as well and all these other industrial processes yeah. find a massive c c u s thing to sort yeah. of make that work hopefully that works in the future there's over two hundred cement plants in europe yeah <laughs> right yeah and and there's dotted all around the place mm-hmm. and c c u s generally needs where do you put the the carbon mm-hmm. when you capture it you right. know, how do you transport from con- across countries and mm-hmm. then deposit it somewhere yeah who's going to take that right so when you consider all of that and then you know also the fact that you know even if massive multinational companies there are massive multinational companies looking closely at this and, and rightly so in the cement industry what about the local cement players right. who are equally as exposed to putting out carbon Right, um, who simply cannot afford to yeah. do this. And how do you incentivize
0: them to do it? And how do you, what grants and funding and exactly. Which it's is just... going to
1: cost the taxpayer a huge amount of money. Right. right? And right. so, listen, as I said, big fan of CCUS and mm-hmm. in fact you, we're always going to have to have an element of that because yeah. it's going to be very difficult to decarbonize yeah. fully, there's always going to be something to wrap up but yeah. rather than it being the sole solution yeah. let's leave that to hopefully mop up yeah. the, the remains yeah. and that's where we come to clinker substitution trying to get rid Here we, go. Here we go. Rid of, <laughs> the I'm so excited <laughs> so I I did that. Yeah. ad break okay. and <laughs> so CCS <and> is great <laughs> and clinker, <laughs> boom all the alternatives yeah. done, Tim This is an American get... podcast right so we take an ad break every two or three yeah, weeks. Yeah that's
2: right, everything yeah. <laughs> three minutes and Uh, then we huddle for 20 you're really good at building the suspense here Mm, i mean it's a funnel isn't it it's brilliant it's like every possible alternative gone this is the biggest problem there ever is this is it (laughs) i'm I'm in (laughs) clinker clinker or bust i I can't wait for the name of the alternative to clinker by the way just one one question on ccus let's just carbon capture and sequestration is that the carbon
1: capture storage and utilization Because you can, oh. so sorry, carbon capture utilization and storage. So ideally, you, you utilize that the, the captured carbon yeah. before you sequester it because yeah. it's circular. Then why you're, just you're,
2: sequester? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. reuse. Okay, do that. Yeah. And just when you described it, I kind of when you said there's a there's a there's a plant and there's some other chemical plants, and then you just have the CCUS unit. Is it like an umbrella? Do we even know what those look like? Yeah, today?
1: yeah. They're they are they're, they're. Um, I mean it's. And and what you guys should do is actually get someone in to talk about CCUS as well. Because it it, it is genuinely it is so important um um and and, and highly complex and, and there's a huge amount of technical technical innovation going on there right now. But one thing that is slightly scary about CCUS is the amount of energy that's required. To capture, to run the, them uh, yeah, in the yeah, first instance. Yeah. So you have to multiply your energy usage. Right. To you need even capture more the more ener- renewable yeah, the energy. Wind, energy farms yeah, yeah. Wind farms, no problem. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. In Ireland, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. um. But yeah, uh, R- Rami, like they're are big units that essentially sit in at the production stages of 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 the units. Um, I mean, our ultimate message is. Try to produce CO two in the first place instead of <laughs> trying to capture yeah, yeah, it. Right? You know, instead because, of putting a muffler
2: cap on at the back end. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of instead of yeah instead of having car uh, internal combustion engine with 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 a big thing at the back of it, just you know use batteries. Right. Right. Anyway, the good news is is that it's known like in Europe, all around the world, uh, alternatives to clinker are used. So I mentioned uh, Rami. 75% of cement is clinker. The reason for that is because cement is also made up of other things, including uh low carbon cements. So when I say 75%, I mean on average. Okay. But there are cements mm. out there that have, you know, 80% or 20% clinker. and right. um, there are cements out there that have 95% clinker, there are cements out there that have 50% clinker. Mm. And those different blends of cements will have um alternative uh cementitious materials in there. Ideally, low carbon, and generally speaking, generally speaking, um, alternative cementitious materials have lower carbon output than clinker, um, and so they're widely used, and they're they're within the standards. Uh, you know, Benelux, in Netherlands, and ben- Belgium out here are, are are world leaders at using low carbon alternatives to clinker. Are
0: there compromises in terms of glueiness?
1: No, I mean there there are compromises in terms of. I mean, generally speaking, the thing that matters most about cement, and ultimately concrete is long-term durability. Right. You want your mm. building to stay up, yeah. you want your bridge to stay up, you want your tunnel to stay mm. up. Um, short-term strength gains will change ever so slightly sure. you know um i mean and when i say ever so slightly, i mean a matter of hours okay uh, or a matter you know, All right. you know I mean, i'm not talking weeks and difference here okay I'm matter the, of hours the last
2: hours that count in the millennia of the building standing up those last <laughs> well hours. well i'm
1: more talking about at the beginning you know because on construction oh. sites construction sites as you know marcus are military operations yeah so time is money and things mm-hmm. need to happen so um generally speaking things may have to be n- manipulated but generally speaking it's the same, if not better, many times. Uh, And when I mean better, I mean more durable, a lot of these alternative, uh, certainly low carbon um, uh, materials are. The other good news is they're generally cheaper, you know? Um, Right? And and that's the sort of other amazing thing. Um, The big drawback though is, especially with uh, alternative uh, cementitious materials, is their uh, relative lack of supply Mm. in comparison with clinker. As I said, uh, clinker is produced by digging up limestone and heating it. Limestone is one of the most abundant, if not the most abundant, rock on earth. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. That's why it's exceptionally cheap. You know, it's, you can dig this up pretty much anywhere and produce a, a lot of this stuff. Unfortunately, it produces a lot of CO2 in the process. But it is a very cheap and abundant product. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of alternative cements are either very new in their development period, innovation period to date, or the ones that have been used for a long time. And there are lots that have been used for a long time are limited in supply. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, one of the products that we have at EcoSam, it's been used in the Grand Paris Express um, in in Paris. It's it's the largest infrastructure project in Europe. It's you know basically a whole new metro system. Um, and the the low carbon cement that we're supplying to that has a carbon footprint of about seventy uh, kilograms of CO two per tonne of cement, compared with the average of. You know, a traditional cement, which is about 600, 650. So it's a nearly oh, wow. 10 times difference or reduction wow. yeah. in CO2 footprint, which is great. And we all can all high five each other into the yeah. sunset. The issue is, there's only so much of that we can supply because the product that we use to create that is a byproduct from the steel industry. Okay. And the steel industry isn't going to produce more steel right. to give us a byproduct right. to use as a low-carbon, cementitious material. Okay.
2: Right? So Unless the, unless the uh, price is right. Just hike up hike up the demand for that. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah steel yeah. everywhere. The steel just <laughs> gets done. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> so, That's ha- a whole different
1: story. <laughs> hang, hang, hang on a minute. You're saying it's cheaper and there's less supply? Well, no. Yeah, so there's cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper. I mean... It's, it, because Simple it's been historically economics. well, it's it, well, <laughs> low, historically, su- low it's, supply, yeah. cheap. I mean, there's, cheap, that's, that's what, what people say. Because, well, well, Rami, you've got to bear in mind that the whole um, green drive towards sustainable construction is only really—I mean, it happened a little bit before pre two thousand eight, fell away in a big way post two thousand eight because people were broke yeah. and, and they just <laughs> needed to other build things. Yeah. Um, and it's only really sort of a reemerged in the last sort of three to five years, right? So historically, um, this product ground 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 granulated blast furnace slag um, which is a low carbon <laughs> <Yes>. cementitious <laughs> chuckle chuckle yes. um, is uh, is a byproduct of another industry right. as is fly ash which is a byproduct of the of the coal industry and so it's just it's, it's, it's a sort of waste material which yeah. historically they had to pay to get rid of in mm-hmm. certain instances until they found out that it had great cementitious properties great but people were buying this stuff in a way to dilute the cost downwards. They would buy a waste product because it's cheaper. Why wouldn't you? As opposed to the carbon benefits of it. And it's only in the course of the last two, three, four years that the prices have started to get closer or converge towards the price of traditional cement. And it may even go past that in the future when the... uh, environmental benefits right. become more and more established within the ultimate cost um, dynamic. And, 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 and uh, presumably
2: the, the, kind of the reason that it's environmental is because it's waste product. All of the actual CO2 already happened in the steel upstream in the steel process or in the coal yeah, process. So it's, exactly. there's no CO2 it's, it's, left
1: in that thing, right? Exactly. It's, it's basically, it, you didn't make steel to produce yeah. GGBS, right? You made steel to produce steel this is just a waste product that just pops out the other side and your alternative is to try and dump it into the bottom of the ocean somewhere. So if you can use right. it for something, um, it's carbon footprint associated with that. The carbon footprint essentially, not all of it, but essentially stays with the product that it was used to produce in the first instance. That's how Got it. sort of Got um, it. carbon uh, sort of circular economy accounting sort economy. of works Got it is here, Is there anything that's not a waste product?
2: Excuse me? is there anything is there a clinker alternative that's not a waste product the slag that's a really good point called?
1: and that okay so you, that that's you, you touched upon some really interesting there rami so i mentioned earlier on that um uh we are constrained by how much of these sort of low or low carbon cementitious materials are in terms of supply so the challenge for us as an industry is to how to find how to multiply first of all multiply their efficacy how do we make as much concrete of this as possible right with what we've got Mm -hmm. okay Mm. that's challenge number one challenge number two is finding other cementitious materials that are out there and and there are things uh, like natural puzzle which are really making a drive and especially out towards california natural puzzle so it's 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 essentially volcanic mm-hmm. materials which have again great um great um uh, cementitious properties yeah. you don't need to heat these things all yeah. you need to do is really grind it and the earth already this. did it exactly yeah. the earth already did this yeah there's there's castle clay there's, there's lots of other things They're you know some are at different stages of the development mm-hmm. you know the, the great thing about uh, ggbs which which we've historically done quite a lot of it's It's been there, done that. We, we've got it. We know how to work it. We, mm-hmm. uh, it it's, it's well established within this uh, construction industry. Same with fly ash. But so how do we, first of all, uh, get as me- uh, get as much efficacy out of what we already have? Second of all, find new ones. And third of all, Rami, which is your point, is are there any materials out there that we can produce um, that don't necessarily need to be cementitious right. for it to work? Okay. And that's, where the really interesting thing comes in mm-hmm. because today um that's 75 percent of clinker within traditional cement about you know about 15 percent of that is uh alternative cementitious products mm-hmm. low carbon right the other uh 10 or so like, i've got my maths right yeah the, the other 10 percent or so is inert filler it's just filler that you use to sort of fill out the yeah. cement yeah. Mm. yeah the really great news is that Science has shown, and it's, it's, it's well established at this point, that you can bring your um, clinker content from about 75% today all the way down to about 20%, mm-hmm. largely, or certainly just by... With filler. Just with filler.
0: Yeah. Have you tried baby Wait. powder? I was thinking about that Wait. earlier. You're not allowed to use baby powder. It's carcinogenic now. So there's going to be tons of <laughs> just putting it out. If that happens to be the solution... Well, so here, here's Wait. the
1: great thing. That <laughs> filler That filler can be limestone. Oh, nice. So instead oh, of God. baking the limestone and re- releasing all that CO2, you can just use the limestone Why as filler. Why have they
0: been sticking so much clinker in when you can just yeah. put in filler the whole time? That just the seems clinker wasteful. Lobby. Clinker yeah. lobby. Well, um, It just seems... It seems un- like,
2: hang on. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> okay. So, so h- h- how do you just work out that you can go from 75% to 20% yeah. cementitious material? Sounds made up. Anyway, because it it's not as easy also, as that right uh, because
1: because what happens in a lab doesn't necessarily happen out on a construction site okay. right and uh, what' what's really important about construction sites is that you have workable, yeah bloody concrete yeah right? like it yeah. works it arrives, and, you're and, and manipulate you get it. these guys and yeah. you know you guys i'm sure men of the world you've been on yeah. construction sites where i'm sure you've been as well <laughs> they're driven, not he's driven they've driven past hands say. probably <laughs> haven't seen a hard days yeah. working their lives yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um you probably know that they're probably not the most technically you know it, it's not a science lab at tesla let's right. say like they, these are big sites that they work the way they work and yeah. people you know time is money as i said earlier on um now the way people make concrete is they get, as I said, sand, aggregates, cement, and they just lob a lot of water into it. Mm-hmm. The reason why they put water into it is to make it, you know, first of all react, mm-hmm. but yeah. second of all workable. Yeah. Right. Um, the challenge is is that you actually make your concrete better. The irony is that you make your concrete better and more durable the less water you use. Yeah. Right, yeah. but the less water you use, the less workable it is. The less workable it is, yeah. and that only exacerbates when you use more filler. Right. So the more filler you use, mm. the more risky it becomes, the more difficult yeah. it becomes to yeah. work yeah. with mm. lower water. Yeah. Right. So as a result, you need to try and figure out something that can be high filler, yeah. low water. Yeah but workable. Mm-hmm. And if you can figure out all of that, mm-hmm. you've got some really, really interesting things that are happening. Mm-hmm. But the challenge between, I mean, people have known that you can have low clinker cements. Mm-hmm. They've known about the low water content. Mm-hmm. They haven't been able to figure out how to make that work out in the field. Okay. And that's where we spend a lot of time. That's yeah. where other people are spending a lot of time because if you can do that, yeah. you are reducing the clinker content, which yeah. is the thing that produces a huge amount of CO2, yeah. it's the low-hanging fruit, yeah. and you're getting it out there.
0: You keep saying we. Are you going to mention who we is or because you keep referring to it's, it, it's, it's to us?
2: It? We're, we're doing it. Us three. We're doing all the research. Yeah, we're doing all us. this.
1: No, yeah. it, we've gonna, got a great business. Are we going
0: to mention EcoSem or is it? Is it like? Uh, this, do you mean this industry? When you say we, who are you referring to?
1: This industry, yeah. but you know, it's where we spend a lot of time at yeah. EcoSem. You know, okay, yeah. I think the way we look at ourselves is we're we are pure players yeah. in terms of trying to figure out how to reduce the clinker content of yeah. cement. Yeah, there are, you know. Major corporations out there with very very strong R and D teams, yeah. Um, but they're looking at a range of different technologies as, right. as is their want, right? They, yeah. they you know, yeah. They're looking at C- how to make CCS work for um, cement. They're trying to figure out, as you said earlier on, Rami, how do we switch out coal and, and move in biofuels? Right. How do we look at a range of different things? Right. Um, but we just focus on that one thing, yeah. And and that that allows us to be, you know, hyper focused, yeah. On um finding these solutions and as a result of that hyper focus Mm -hmm. we have found some really exciting solutions in that respect which we're now um you know talking to people about we know that other people are looking down this line yeah and it's a matter of years before this explodes now uh, in, in a good way. Explodes yeah. Explodes in a good way. Um, the one thing that is... is <laughs> explode. It's, explode and yeah. uh, concrete buildings gun- is not what right. you're after. It's mean, just the detail. 15 years gotta of concrete. We've got to take it, right? I mean, it explodes are we going to decarbonize our It happens. It happens. <laughs> yeah. But um, but but our thing is, um, you know, I mentioned all those strands. Our, you know, a big mission of mine is to get more and more people focused on that element. Mm-hmm. Because the more people mm-hmm. like I focus on that element... right. You know, an old boss of mine said, "You know, with resources come results, mm-hmm. right? So put money at it, mm-hmm. put people at it, put right. scientific effort towards it, yeah. and you will get the results." Because right. at the, uh, for for too long, it's been one of a number of strands, and probably being a poor stepchild of the mm-hmm. various other strands right. because it's not as interesting or it's difficult, and yeah, yeah, it works in the lab, but how do you make it work out in the field? Yeah. So just put time and effort towards it, and we'll get there. You know. Yeah. Yeah, or, and, you know, and at least specific, level the playing field,
2: the, the specifics. So I'm really, really clear. It's not cementitious clinker alternatives. It's actually filler alternatives that allow you to have lower water, so you can manipulate.
1: Yeah, so so yeah, I, I've I've I, I, there's a number of different ways you can reduce the clinker content. And to be specific, we should maximise the amount of low carbon uh, cementitious materials alternatives that are out there. We should absolutely do okay. that. In, in the meantime, we should be before. figuring out how to use inert fillers to yeah. do the same yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and, and by combining those two things, you can get really, really, because sc- the, the, the key issue historically has been, how do you scale low carbon cement? And if you can combine those two things, you can scale the hell out of this thing, but you need to be able to, you know, it's all. It's great to be able to scale on a computer model in, in, in this room here and say, this is going to change the world. It's a very different thing, getting it out in the field. Mm-hmm. And that's where the challenges historically been and that's where we've been putting the efforts and seeing you know really great results recently. that's really cool that's really cool
2: super interesting I feel like there's a single diagram here that can get us the entire decision tree from everything from CCUS to alternatives to you know slag to all the way down to the filler story and the yeah, idea that the yeah, filler, filler is the actual answer it was a, is a plot twist that's an act 3 plot twist if there ever was one yeah and it, and it doesn't make coming.
0: you feel guilty because you don't have to do it you don't have to recycle you don't have to it doesn't no. change your life in any way oh. someone's just going to figure this stuff
2: out and it's going to i great. don't even have to like go on a construction site i don't even have to build <laughs> anything don't have to get i don't even have to like do a
0: reno <laughs>
1: exactly yeah
2: here let
0: me just show you something i brought with me rami and see
2: can you tell the difference here we go uh oh and that was amazing mate that was mm. okay are oh, you blown our minds so not only is clinker the bad guy but the alternative is not necessarily oh my god what's going on right now this is just, just something I, prepared I earlier. with me in hand luggage
1: <laughs> just one I prepared earlier. Tell,
2: tell me can you tell the difference tell me if this is a high clinker content <laughs> cinder black or low clinker my content my ear is well trained my ear is trained go just put the microphone up to it. yeah yeah
0: oh. hold it
2: up yeah mmm good amount of clinker that's a 25 percenter
0: it's even lower I bet isn't it uh don't know. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About that. I will get
0: some other stuff later.
1: It's got um, four. It's got four clinker in it. Yeah, yeah. But there, there, there's one, one last thing I'd, I'd say. If you, if you have a few, a few more minutes, Rami.
2: Yeah. I'm coming
0: back. I'm coming back. Just Rami's interested. Go on, yeah.
1: Yeah. No. No. M- Mont obviously got bored. He <laughs> ran away and started playing with <laughs> the concrete, concrete blocks. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Uh, I'm just going to talk to you now, Rami. If that's <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. No I'm here. Um, so, so, so listen, this is all very exciting yep. and, and, um, there, there's effort going towards it, you know, hopefully there's more investment going towards it and time and effort. But, um, the, the other challenge is trying to figure out how you get this into the market, and um, because it's all been good, it. it you know, structural concrete is not like software. You mm-hmm. can't just, you know, say, you know, I was listening to some from the Coniston Brothers the other day about how they set up Stripe and, you know, they, they came up with a cool piece of code and it sort of just exploded and they got yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger and all of a sudden they're a massive company. You know he works for Stripe, don't you? Oh, there you go. Plug. <laughs> you <laughs> didn't even <laughs> have to say it. Um, <laughs> you probably came up with the code actually, Rami, did you? Seven lines. I heard it <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he told me. The i added a few more lines since <laughs> yeah, then. <yeah>, but, <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, bingo, bango, job's are good un. But, um, uh you can sort of i think what, what's the phrase in silicon Valley? break uh, move fast it, and break things yeah
0: yeah that was facebook same move with fast, concrete break
1: things same with concrete things. but the thing is listen we cross bridges every day yeah. and you know we we stick our kids on you know trains and yeah. you know you don't want these structures to collapse so very rightly yeah um Regulations are very stringent around, you know, cement right. and concrete and how it's produced and how's, you know, what products go into that. Yeah, um, and so there's a real uh, uh, challenge there between um, how do we uh, square up the real climate disasters coming down the line yeah. and the really smart ideas that are, you know, coming out of smart folks in the likes of EcoSam and other, and mm-hmm. other, you know, cement companies. Um, to decarbonize whilst also getting those out into the environment um, where we know that it'll work, Mm -hmm. but the very, very slow-moving nature and exceptionally conservative nature of how these regulations are pulled together. Mm -hmm. um, And ultimately, unfortunately, uh, stagnation is a good thing Mm -hmm. for many people in this space. How do you square that up? And, And that's where um you know a a key challenge and and message of mine is is in all this is 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 i'm really confident on the technology and Mm -hmm. and getting this out there and getting it moving the biggest challenge however is the inertia and and, you know it's always been thus and you know those buildings are still standing so why should we change Mm -hmm. and um you know i don't know if it's apathy or laziness but like we need to put more focus and effort in, in, in figuring out how we drive these changes through faster. Because mm-hmm. as I said earlier on, we're gonna be building a new New York City mm-hmm. every year. And if Europe and the US and the UK, if they're moving too slowly, mm-hmm. there's no incentive for anybody else to move fast in this respect. So it's like there, they have to be leaders. So you're saying it's only through regulation though? Is regulation is so massive yeah. as part of this whole thing. Right. And um, listen, we, we can't afford to break things. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can afford to, to move faster, get more dynamic around it, upskill ourselves, mm-hmm. knowledge ourselves on, on, on how this works, and ultimately move to a position where um, we have this situation, especially out here in Europe, where um, cement and concrete is, is ultimately recipe-based. So they have a, a, a piece of paper and say, um, if you're uh cement falls within these parameters or mm-hmm. if your concrete falls within these parameters then you can use it as opposed to performance based right we want our concrete to perform mm, like yeah. we want our buildings to stand up yeah and mm. that's how we should be looking at right these. um but ultimately that's a step change in terms of changing of psyche and, and, and moving things forward but ultimately mm. science has to um infiltrate right this system yeah because unless we do we're yeah. just driving ourselves straight into a brick wall, oh, wall. I, 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 as, as, <laughs> as with all good
2: stories at uh, a concrete wall as with all good stories uh the only villain bigger than the clinker is the regulator but <laughs> i did i did like the incentives here i feel like i thought were going to be one of the tricks what the economies of it is it yeah is it going to be cheaper and that's why people take it up and if so how much cheaper and how much less of a construction cost is it going to mm-hmm. be or is it actually you're going to have to have incentives that are carbon Whatever it is, kind of carbon credits and you're gonna actually yeah. regulate to make sure people use this. How how are you gonna incentivize it?
1: Yeah, you're on fire today, Rami. I lo- I like your questions. Um that, that,
2: that's why I'm here. That's why Marcus brings me along. I brought, yeah, yeah, I brought a, a guy yeah,
1: I brought a cinder black. Well. <laughs> he got a brick. He got a brick. Yeah. Um so yeah, so uh Let's concentrate in Europe because um it is it, it is a world leader with respect to incentivization and, and and ultimately trying to decarbonize all sorts of industry. And you know, I'm I'm here so I know the ins and outs, but um we have this situation in Europe where uh there are carbon taxes associated with industry. Um now uh, those carbon taxes are are substantial and you know it, it, it moves with the market but It's in around eighty to one hundred euros a ton of CO two produced, which is a lot of uh, money. Especially when you consider cement, it costs about I don't know fifty euros per ton of cement to produce. So you stick an extra, you know, fifty to one hundred euros on top of that. You're you're doubling the cost basis of 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 your production. Now, uh, CO two. co2 uh costs have been already in the market in, in europe since sort of 2008 but major industry has been largely subsidized away from that by the eu because the eu is you know worried about um killing off industry putting too much mm-hmm. cost on too quickly right. and, and for ed- other for other for for other reasons as well however between 2025 and 2035 it's still not finalized and it's going through regulation but there's a good chance that all that um, protection is going to disappear. So mm-hmm. by by twenty thirty five, the cement industry is going to be, and the rest of you know major industries in Europe is going to be fully exposed to carbon costs, and that is a really um, good thing, you know, because it levels the playing field. It says there's a cost on what you produce, mm-hmm. um, and that is carbon, and you should pay for that. Yeah. You know, it's it's producer pays yeah. uh, type incentives. Yeah. The challenge is, which I- which is great, and, and and in theory that's that's a really great model. The challenge is. Um, as I said to you earlier on, cement and concrete are exceptionally inelastic prop- pr- uh, products. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is we ain't going to stop using this. Mm-hmm. You know, with all the best will in the world, we'll, we'll use some more timber and we'll use other things, but mm. this product is going to continue to be used. Certainly, concrete is going to yep. be used for a very long time, yep. um, and there's going to be there's going to be more of it used over mm-hmm. the course of the next few years. So, there's a risk that I'm not saying it will happen, but there's a risk that. All of that cost that comes on to the producers of CO2 just for an elastic product could just simply pass through to the yeah, customer. Right. Because what what's the customer going to do? Yeah. Oh, concrete got more expensive for car because, but, yeah. But, yeah. but, but, yeah. but
2: when it's a not minute. Just concrete, how, it could be any, any yeah. elastic product, right? Yeah. How, so all how much? Could, how much is it? How much is the tax? So, let's talk about like a, an average building. It's uh, $10 million to make. Yeah, I don't know. So, I'm making, making so up a number.
1: How it, much is it going to be taxed? It's very minor. So, give or take, the total cost of using cement in a new construction project for a building, let's say, is about for a commercial building is about three to five percent. So okay. it's not much, right? Okay. So you could, and it's you 60 could add... sixty
0: percent of the carbon, right? Is that but that what about the tax? Yeah, what about the carbon tax for the, the Cement, cement
1: is only part of the embodied carbon. Oh, yeah, yeah. carbon right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah. that's that's yeah. an important yeah. distinction to yeah. me. It's a it's a very yeah. large part, but yeah. it's not the only part. But the but the point to bear yeah in mind is the 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 cost of um, using cement within your total development cost for a right. building is relatively minor. Yeah. So if the if the decision is to not produce buildings yeah. or, or increase that ever so slightly, yeah, you're probably just going to take it on the chin and pass it off to the customer. Yeah. Have higher rents or whatever the case is but, in the future. But, but, but that's
2: not accounting for the carbon tax, right? What happens in thirty thirty five so twenty so, twenty thirty five? So
1: 35. if 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 today the the cement price, uh, the the total cement costs of uh, the total cement within the development cost of a building, of a, of a commercial building is about four percent you let's say add 50 percent on extra for carbon prices it'll go to six percent that's uh-huh. not going to really determine whether you build in the future or not right what right. will actually probably happen is you'll probably increase your total um end price by a couple of percent to, to pay for that two percent right yeah. just or just general like inflation m- essentially
2: m- one less architectural render from the yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, right? yeah.
1: so it's it's, it's it's relatively minor so that's what i say about the risk of inelastic products simply taking the uh, the carbon prices and passing it through to the market, Yeah, it's a risk, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. all that leads to is it, it could potentially lead to two things. One is inflation mm-hmm. without any guaranteed decarbonization mm-hmm. because, you know, if yeah. you pass it through, you, you can pass through. So what's really important, and this brings me back to regulation, the only way that you get around that, and there's a really interesting book um, by a compatriot of ours, um, uh Marcus but it's uh it's it's supercharged me it's a book that got released um, mm-hmm. relatively recently mm-hmm. um which you guys should check out but he mentions this if you have inelastic products and if you put a, a, a tax on them and mm-hmm. it gets passed through to the market, mm-hmm. the only way that you can get around that is to bring substitutes to the market. Mm-hmm. Give people mm-hmm. an alternative, yeah. right? And those options won't have those carbon costs associated with them. Right. So they'll have lower... So they'll compete. they'll so compete, they'll compete yeah. right? Yeah. And that's the whole point of um, the carbon tax regulation is to allow uh, to allow for a level playing field right but unless there is a level playing field by bringing through yeah new products yeah the level play field playing field doesn't exist so you have uh, okay. to bring through yep. new products okay. which is what brings me back to making sure that we have the ability to bring alternatives to you know not just cement or concrete but yep. all of uh, yep. a wide range of industrial products yep. to the market yeah
2: this is so great right. i've got a full picture
0: are you convinced rammy
2: We still haven't talked about China. I assume that's the next episode, but we've got Europe down. What a clinker of a story. Well, I hope we can do our job in this podcast. We're uh, going to disseminate the message to all tens of listeners like you wouldn't believe.
0: Yeah.